The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. So just around the corner, we're going to discuss getting rid of characters from a screenplay. Yeah. Get them right out of there. They can hurt. So that's coming up. And as always, we're going to get to reading a few messages from Make My Damn Movie listeners. But I was quite surprised by the high volume of text we got this past week. Uh-oh. And I'll tell you what they were about. Okay. Kind of weird, but a lot. More than normal, which is not good for me because I got to do this. Read them. work. <laughs> I hate it. For some odd reason, a few folks weighed in on a movie I suggested last podcast. It was called Let It Ride from 1989 with Richard Dreyfuss, Robbie Coltrane, Jennifer Tilly, Terry Garr. Okay. The message stood out. This particular message that we got from someone stood out. I'm going to read it to you because we're going to do messages later. But here's one that kind of relates to that from Cameron in uh, Denver, Colorado. Cameron said, I watched the movie Let It Ride, but Mark failed to mention that his staff pick starring Richard Dreyfuss and Terry Garr was not the first time the actors portrayed husband and wife together. Really? I forgot. Years earlier, back in 1977, they also played a couple in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, holy shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's, so that's a good true. one. Yeah. Now, I think the takeaway here is that someone watched one of my recommended movies. That's true. Finally! So that was good. Also... I was shocked at the number of our listeners who watched that insipid Australian cooking show, My Kitchen Rules. I couldn't believe it. Like, it's, really surprised uh, me. Ugh. Yeah, ugh. Well, you've never even seen it. No, I, I've seen out of morbid curiosity. I've just seen the clips of it. Yuck. I'm like, nope, I'm not de- dedicating any time to that. Well, I unfortunately do. I brought it up a couple of times on the podcast, but this past week we got a shitload of messages regarding that mess of a TV series. (laughs) Now, here are a few words our listeners use to describe how they feel about contestants Uh on MKR. Oh, MKR? (laughs) Really? I'm in the loop. (laughs) Here's some of the words. Aggravating. Uh Uh-huh. Infuriating. Yeah. Stupid. Frustrating. Irritating. Annoying, the list went on and on, and they're right about all that. Yeah. Most of these dipshits on this show can actually cook. Really? Most of them. Some of them serve slop. Well. It's bad. And I wonder how they vet these people. These producers, they just seem to not care about that. They really care about conflict, conflict, conflict. And people watch it. And these contestants, I think that's what it is. Because they're backbiting, backstabbing scumbags. That's all it is. Some of these people are the kind of people you just kind of want to punch in the face with a beer mug till nothing but the handle is left. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know those people. Oh, yeah. And the main judges, the hosts, I guess... Mm. They're kind of plain Jane. They're like big deal Aussie chefs. Isn't one French? Yes, there's a Frenchman. 
prim and proper. You know, the type kind of want to beat them up too. Yeah. Anyway, some of the food that's put in front of these two reminds me of a rancid discharge. It's really <laughs> nasty, if you know what I mean. It's not appetizing. They're just too reserved for me. They're too mm-hmm. polite. And I'm always mocking the French guy. Well, and that's just fun. I inevitably end up doing the Pepe Le Pew impression. Oh. That's all I got, really. Not French. Clouseau? It's Clouseau. Clouseau is the go-to. Yeah. Instead of when someone gives him shit mm-hmm. that he eats, uh, you suck a ball. <laughs> is, is that, no, that's Italian. It's <laughs> a little Italian. <laughs> You suck. What would it be? You suck a balls. You suck a balls. That's Italian. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, going to get some letters. You think? <laughs> no. You suck balls. There you go. Clouseau, right? Is it your dog? He eats this crap, and they just give these terrible faces, and you just want him to say, you suck. <laughs> but he doesn't ever say that. Yeah. Could you direct me to the furthest away bathroom? You would think, being French, he would be very direct and a little no, off-putting no. and rude. No. They're too friendly. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. But then the other end of the spectrum is that idiot on that's always screaming. What's his name? <laughs> um, the, the Englishman. The, the Englishman. I hate him. Damn it. I don't like him. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Yeah, what? he's very loud. Yeah, stupid loud. Okay, go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com if you uh, want to check out the website. You can also send us a message. Go to the thing that says contact. Oh, contact. Contact. And page. Messages. Yes. And you can do that as well because people send <laughs> messages. They sure do. And here's some messages. Sylvester, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I like that you guys tapped into characters which need to be genuine within the story they're featured in. Mm -hmm. I've said for years that it takes massive research to accomplish this, but it's absolutely necessary. Yes, like I said, 50 times! (laughs) Mitchell, Frisco, Texas. So many times writers fail miserably when developing their characters. What a great subject to highlight on Make My Damn Movie. It's a must to make sure characters sound authentic to their time period and location. That's right. You do have to keep an eye on that. Or not. Cynthia, Utica, New York. Thought you might like to know, I went back and checked out a few earlier episodes of Make My Damn Movie and feel the podcast has gotten better with age. Love the show. Hmm. Liar. (laughs) Kevin, Mobile, Alabama. Why does Mark feel the need to disrespect Mobile, Alabama? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) First, he uses it as a city in a script outline where exotic dancers get swept up in a tornado. Oh, yeah. And then he compares it to Kissimmee, Florida, which by no means it is not. I have lived in Mobile my entire life, and it is wonderful. Mark is a piece of shit (gasps) without a clue. Hey, that's on my business card. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Calm down, man. You know what's interesting, though? What I love? It's really easy to push people's buttons. Fuck off. Okay, Sergio. Cancun, Mexico. Hola, amigos. I am new to screenwriting and wanted to tell you how much I like your podcast. I've learned a few things from listening. Well, please stop. (laughs) We don't need the competition. Nicole, Pasadena, California. Seems to me that a podcast about a young boy rushing to the restroom to fantasize about various women he saw on television might be a rather lengthy podcast. (laughs) Unlike the actual time the alleged young boy spent in said bathroom. Uh, Trust me on that.
That's good news. I didn't really spend a whole lot of time in there. You know, you're a kid. <laughs> bloop, blop, bloop. Back to the TV. <laughs> back to the restroom. Bloop, blop, bloop. TV. Restroom. TV. Restroom. Your parents, man. What about them? They must have been wondering what the hell's wrong with this kid. Oh, they knew. Uh, I'm sure they knew. Okay. Uh. <laughs> It's time for the movie quotes game where I read a movie quote and you try to tell me what movie it's from. There's three of them. And we'll start with this one right here. The doctors say he has a 50-50 chance of surviving, but there's only a 10% chance of that. (laughs) I'm going to go with Talladega Nights. I'm surprised you didn't go with Naked Gun. Ah, Frank Trebin, the right. late Leslie Nielsen. Yes. Here's and that your was second about um, O.J. Simpson's character? Yeah, it was. That's right. Yes. That's right. He was I in forget the hospital. His name. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Next one. That's what I love about these high school chicks, man. I get older, they stay the same age. You gotta know this one. Right? Right. Dazed and confused. That's just my description. Matthew McConaughey playing Wooderson. Yeah, Dazed and confused. not creepy at all. No, not at all. Very nice. Here's your last one of the things from the place that I'm reading. Them. Okay, <laughs> you'll be missing me when you have that big, white, wrinkly body on top of you with his loose skin and old balls. Gross. <laughs> Uh, happy Gilmore. No, no, Wait, not no, happy Gilmore. no, Damn no, it. no, Big Daddy, Big Daddy, ah, Sonny Koufax, Adam Sandler. Oh, it's one of those Adam Sandler. Same thing. Yeah, Plays the same character. Damn it. Now we go to the TV Trivial Pursuit cards. Right. Here's the first one. From 1980. No. Uh, 70s. 70s, definitely. The Odd Couple is based on a Broadway play. Who wrote that play? That's easy. Um, What's his name? Uh, Neil Simon. Neil, Neil Simon. Simon wrote that. Yeah, Neil Simon. That's pretty easy. Okay. For which show did Mary Tyler Moore win her first Emmy? Dick Van Dyke. Oh, wow. That was a guess. Yes. Good guess. Okay, here's your third one. What insects were the cast of Saturday Night Live famous for portraying? Ah. Oh. The Killer Bees. Wow. Yes. Here's your last one here. Mm-hmm. Who played Herman Munster? Oh, my God. Oh, I cannot remember his name. He was brilliant. Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. Yeah. yeah. He was the judge. He was the judge. On. Oh, no. Um, my cousin, Vinny. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. Did you say Ute? Ute. <laughs> 
Mm, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah. That's he was really great in that. So nice. One. And he was great in uh what was the other thing that he was in? Uh Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. And the boy who could fly. Yeah. Always a little creepy guy. Big creepy guy. He's big. Yeah. Stat picks. Oh, okay, yeah. it's stat the main picks. Of stat picks where we attempt to force you to watch movies that we like. Plus, you can go to makemydamnmovie.com to see our list of stat picks right away. Yeah, I tried to do with the thing, it didn't work. Okay, Not what's your all. stat pick? Uh, mine is <clears throat> Moon. Moon 2009. Okay, directed by Duncan Jones, starring Sam Rockwell. Yes, and Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. sort of. Well, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Oh man, this movie was uh, very confusing at first, and then ended. Oh, uh, anyway, if Sam Rockwell's in a movie, I watch it. Of course, we okay. were talking about him the other yeah. podcast and super duper before, and uh, I think he's. An underrated actor and needs to be in more stuff. Big time. Featured in more stuff. Yep. Anyway, it's about an astronaut, Sam Bell, whose three-year shift at a mine based on the moon is finally coming to an end, and he's looking forward to his reunion with his wife and young daughter. Yep. Suddenly, Sam's health takes a dramatic turn for the worse. He suffers painful headaches and hallucinations and almost has a fatal accident. Then he suddenly meets what appears to be a younger version of himself, possibly his clone. Yep. With time running out, Sam must solve this mystery before the company crew arrives. And man, I don't want to ruin anything, don't. so I'm just not going to talk could. about yeah. it. That's good, but though. just see this movie. Yeah. Sam Rockwell is... An amazing lead actor in this. And he needs to be featured in more films. Anyway. He does. From 2009, Moon. Okay. Mine is Frank McCluskey, CI. Ah, yes. Have you seen this? Yes. From 2002, starring Dave Sheridan, the nunchuck dude from Ghost World. Right. As well as Cameron Richardson, Dolly Parton, Randy Quaid, a laundry list of other people, including Kevin Farley, Kevin Pollack, Tracy Morgan, Andy Richter, Orson Bean, George Lopez, Emmanuel Lewis, and a bunch more. Everybody. I usually don't go through a whole list, but there's so many people. I think I was in this movie. In this goofy movie. Frank McCluskey, he's an insurance claims investigator, CI, mm-hmm. who takes his job really seriously. Very. When he was a kid, he witnessed his daredevil father wipe out in a stupidly concocted motorcycle stunt, Okay. Since then, Frank's developed an unhealthy, to say the least, phobia to any kind of risk. So he lives (laughs) with his overly protected parents. He wears a helmet everywhere he goes. Basically, lives life strictly by the rules, okay? But his partner is killed in the line of duty. That's when Frank's forced to come out of his shell, and he's got to crack this case and he teams up with a new female investigator. Check out Frank McCluskey, CI. That's a funny one. It is very funny. And yes, it's a goofy movie. Of course. Okay. But I really like it. It's very interesting. It's a good one. I didn't know you'd seen that. Is that one I made you watch? I don't know. Maybe. That's a good one. I like it. I saw saw it a while ago. Okay, so today... Hey, weren't we going to talk about Cooley High? Oh, yeah. So 
Uh, a few podcasts back, my stat pick was Cooley High from 75. Wonderful film. Yes. And I told you you need to watch it. We did a whole next podcast was we did. based on Cooley High because <laughs> so many people messaged in right. about Cooley High. Almost as many as My Kitchen Rules. Ooh. Yeah. What's that tell you? I don't know. That's kind of scary. It's anyway, sad. so you finally watched it. Yes. And you liked it. Yes. Loved yeah, it. It's a great movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Yep. Go see it. Come on, people. And it's considered a black exploitation movie, but oh, I no, no. I did not see that whoa, whoa, because whoa, whoa, usually whoa, whoa, whoa. black exploitation movies have a lot of drugs and you know violence. Wait, hold up on that car wash. Where did you hear that? It's not. Oh, that. It, yeah. it's a coming of age you, film. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it. I thought. That's but it. when you look it up, that's one of its descriptors. Well, they're wrong. But yeah. you know what's interesting that always shocked me about uh, Cooley High is that that movie's rated PG. Is it? I was shocked. It should really have been rated R. Yes. But yeah, it's a PG-rated movie. Especially for 1975. I know. Crazy. Huh. Okay, good. I'm but glad yeah, you liked it's it. It's a brilliant movie. It really is a brilliant movie. And talk about characters you can relate to and who Boom. are well-fleshed out mm-hmm. and realistic. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good one. I really... Oh, man. The end, oh, it really got me. I was like, tearing up. I'm like, nope. Yep. Got to bite your lip. Very good. Very good. Good. I'm see glad it. you liked it. Yeah, people. see it. I've been telling people, anyone that will listen, hey. all eight people that listen to the show. <laughs> all right. So today, deleting characters. Okay. Yeah. One of the hardest things to do and to have to face is having to dump a character from your screenplay. Yeah. Especially one that's been there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Too many characters sometimes make it difficult to keep track of people in a script. That is that's true. just the way it is. Problem is, when you go to eliminate a character, the damn character has some decent lines. Uh-huh. So you know what I do? I incorporate those lines into other characters. There you go. That's how you do it. Just because you take out a character doesn't mean you can't use their dialogue or some of their traits. hmm Think on your feet. Stupid! <laughs> <sighs> In my screenplay called Radio Chaos, yes. here's the log line. I read the log line for you to understand how brilliant I am at writing log lines. Uh So again, podcast is pretty much just one big brag. Radio Chaos. A gung-ho teen in 1980. Hey, by the way. Gung-ho? I forget what I was looking at today. Uh I was looking something online and someone used the word gung-ho. And I thought, I like that. Well, that was my last staff pick. Uh, what? Was, was gung-ho. Yeah, but not this. Not, okay. A gung-ho go. teen, gung 1981, ho. recruits college-age rebels to hijack a sleazy owner's rural radio station to use it as an audition to land a job at the number one rock station in the city. Now, that's, that that's the screenplay. That's the logline in the screenplay, okay? I had a few college disc jockeys that the main character wrangled up to help run the radio station. Right. This is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. So I wrote in every person that was involved, <laughs> never thinking that I could do away with one of them. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. But I did, and it made a huge difference in a good way. Yeah. Sometimes you get like zoned in and, and think, this has to be as realistic as possible, and I can't deviate. Right. This is your own world that you can do whatever you want. So the kid wrangled up one, two, three... Originally four, right. in real life, I wrangled up four college-age disc jockeys yeah. that came to help him run this radio station. 
And that's the way it was. And then I'm like, there's just too many fucking characters in here to keep and track one of, of them. The one that was taken out, she had some great lines. Perfect line. She was a pretty well balanced character. Mm-hmm. Not one note. Not one note. Definitely but not. I really thought I got to get rid of one of these yeah. people just so you can keep better track. But golly, what am I going to do? Because she has such great lines uh-huh. and a great persona and all of these things. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just. Her lines became another person's lines who Absolutely. was already in the screenplay. Right. So out went Lisa. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. You're done. Yeah. Get out of here. And I've never missed her. Not at all. You got to do it. And that is what I think is important when you're going through your screenplay, especially if you have a number of characters, uh-huh. you got to start boop, 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 deleting them. If it's an ensemble cast and there's just too many of them yeah. and they're getting drowned out by other characters, characters that are drowning, <laughs> just let them die. Especially in the beginning, in the opening of a screenplay, I had another one here, Sleeper Car, and it yeah. opened up in a corporate boardroom with a bunch of people sitting at a conference room table. Right. I had so many employees like there. like 12 of them sitting there. All that table. of them were named, mm-hmm. okay, and had a description. Yep. And you couldn't keep track. And I got notes back. <laughs> and people were saying, oh, this is a great screenplay, but that beginning, what the fuck is that all about? I don't know where I'm coming or going. And I thought, well, fuck you. Like I always say, uh-huh. when I get any feedback, punch good or bad. Punch and kick and curse. So what happened is I had to calm myself down like I don't like to do. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? Yeah, I got to get rid of these people. And it made just a positive difference. Oh, yeah. It really did. They weren't necessary. So you got to delete people out of your screenplays big time. Uh, just streamlining. That's it. I think too many characters to keep track of can water down a script. Right. And a lot of times the characters end up sounding the same. So you don't want that. Yes. You don't want that one note vibe going. Yeah. If there's two characters sounding too much alike, you just got to either blend them together or get rid of both of them. Yeah. If you have too many characters sounding alike. Mm -hmm. I really like this. uh, That's the only one on this. That's the only one that really works. On this little sound box. The other ones are awful. The boo. They're horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> the rim shot. It's long. And it sounds like it's in the toilet. Applause. I, I don't even know that what that is. Like static. If I didn't say what that was. No way I could tell that's applause. That applause. Yeah. But the uh, crickets are great. Because they're high end. See? They ah, have that tinny sound anyway. There's the radio that's guy. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want in a uh-huh. cricket. High end, <laughs> high end crickets. All right, so are we done? Did we understand deleting characters? I do. That's I good. They do. And then we talked about the box with the cricket and the boo. Well, you can't do that on this one. And Wait, the sound machine, boo? which is good because when I talk about bathroom antics as a young boy, yeah. perfect. <laughs> or. It's after. Ah, yeah. I would think. So this is before. (laughs) Rush into the bathroom. (laughs) I'm not sure about that. Back to the TV. Someone's on the screen. To the bathroom. Back to the One of the questions on the, uh, the trivia pursuit cards was about Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. I had a thing for her. 
Yeah, I can't do that. People would say that my mother looked like her. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> so, man. yeah. That makes me feel bad. When I was a kid. Right. My friends were like, oh, she looks like Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, man. That yeah, is she weird. does. There's a one picture of her behind a desk, and that is her. I don't want to see it. You would think that it's the lady from the show. I'm going to make a horrible, ah! gross fart. <laughs> a horrible. A horrible. C- horrible. Stupid. I'm going to make a And it always starts with that. See, with the foul mouth, you can change it up. My ex is a dirty, self-serving fuckmate. So you can find what you want mm-hmm. with the buttons. That jerk is a... Well, that's a good one. But ugly. Nah. Real. No. Big. No. No good. No. Fucked up. Yes. There you go. Ball busting. Okay. Dickhead. <laughs> no. Shithead. Okay. Yeah. Now string it together. See, the foul mouth's on target. Man, that you, thing is that leagues do in front of Grossinator. the, the Grossinator. Yeah. I think it was first. You think? Yeah. Or did they have the Grossinator and like, oh, man. We got to go further. Gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to make this much better. I think better. so, because the Grossinator, here's the kind of words. Fart. Right. Burp. Booger. Burger. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Scab. Booger. Booger. <laughs> I want to get back Snot. to scab. Snot? I don't remember him saying snot. Okay, now we got the booger snot one out. All right. Let's get the fuck face and shit back yeah. out. Yeah. I want to get to, uh, what was it? Scab. Puke. 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 Fart. Fart. Burp. Burp. <laughs> he doesn't drag that one so out. So bad. Scab. Scab. Uh, booger. Booger. Snot. Snot. Okay. <laughs> As opposed to... You <laughs> fucking oh, no. get it! It failed you. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's the one I like. Son of a bitch. Slut. Ass wipe. Quick. Fuck me. So I'm gonna do another one here. Let me see. <laughs> I hate that. That's good. Uh-huh. I'll take that. Pompous. That's good. Butt kissing. No. Wait. Uh, Rotten. No. Sleazy. Chit eating. Chit eating. Yes. Dickhead. Okay, so okay. this is All that right. idiot chef we were talking about. We can't remember. Gordon Ramsay. Oh, I was going to say Bobby Flay. Yes, this is Gordon, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Ready? I hate that. Pompous, shit eating, dickhead. I yes. think that says it all. Absolutely. Thankfully, it says it all because that means we can go. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Or we can continue because I could now, go through this. Now, that one. What's that That's one? shaped just like the Grossinator and. It has the, no the, sticker on it. Yes. It just says You're play. Totally gross, boring nerd. It's the same voice. It's the same person. Nerd, bonehead, loser. That's foul mouth. That's just the PG version of foul mouth, Eek. I guess. Yeah. Dweeb, whip, weasel. What does it say? Here, wait. You're a totally gross, freaky, ugly, <laughs> boring, obnoxious nerd. You're a totally ugly, obnoxious nerd. Maybe that one came out first, and they're like, "All right, fuck this, let's go hard." And, okay, and okay, okay. With the, so the so they mouth. put the first one out, nerd. Right. All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. Get it on the street. <laughs> we okay. gotta get these on the street, man. To get feedback. Hey, it's a little watered down, man. Okay, let's put one out that says "snot." Right. Yeah, yeah, it's out on the street or scab. And then it's like, you know what? I even think that's watered down. Yeah, we're just not receiving the, the praise that we wanted. Yeah. So the president of Grossinator Inc. 
says, yeah, uh, we got to come up with something else. And pompous, shit-eating dickhead. So then yeah. they got all... Shithead. Son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> all right. Uh, go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com if you must. And uh, you we'll must. see you next time. Bye. Boring 